0: Hey, guys, I'm Tom Twilliger, along with Travis Greenley, rattling the cage and reigniting the fire. And thanks for joining us on Epic Men Radio. Now, make sure you go to EpicMen.com following this podcast for all the show notes and our personal Epic Men challenge to you. You don't want to miss out on that. Also, while you're there, if you haven't done so already, download and share the Epic Men Manifesto while it's still available. Get this to your friends, your brothers, your brethren. Share it, man. It's gonna change their lives. Now, we've all heard the saying, win-win situation. We probably used it, but could it have another meaning outside the context of negotiations? Could winning in athletics on the battlefield or in business lead to more winning? And could a single chemical be the catalyst behind it all? And if so, how can you assure victory after victory in your life and your business without risking it all on the roll of a dice. We're going to look at the winner effect on this episode of Epic Men Radio.
1: Rattling the cage and reigniting the fire. You're listening to Epic Men Radio. All right guys, so as Tom mentioned, we're going to be looking at the winning effect in today's episode because this is such a powerful conversation around how to get into that state and get into that momentum where you you get to the point where you just feel like you can't lose, right? And we've all been there. You know, if you think back in your careers, if you think back with your families, you think back some of the days where you just couldn't lose, everything seemed to just happen magically for you. It just seemed to land in your lap. That's what we're going to be talking about today is the foundation
0: of The Winning Formula. Tommy, how are you, my friend? I am awesome, brother. As always, it's great to be here with you, connecting, of course, connecting with our tribe as well, and kind of opening the doors to a different way of thinking. Uh, You know, a big part, and as you know, Travis, a big part of uh, what Epic Men is all about is changing the mindset, not just what we think, but how we think so that everything that comes our way has a different meaning, a different context, and we put it into use in our lives or dismiss it as something we don't need. And that's what I'm so excited about. And man, connecting with you, brother, is doing that in my life as well. So, I got to no, say-
1: Oh, brother. I feel the same way about you and everybody in our tribe. I mean, just the importance of being able to come together and have that camaraderie and that power and that passion around, you know, everything that we're up to within the pillar of strength. You know, our business and our body and our spirit as well as the adventure and having that connection in all areas of our life is just so critically important. So, so let's talk a little bit about that in terms of winning and how to be able to create that winning streak and how to be able to maintain and to be able to have a sustainable winning streak because it's, it's nice. And again, we've all had it where we, we may win for a week and may win for a month or so, but how do we be able to create that? And how do we be able to sustain that ongoingly is really the critical component. So Tom, I know you, you know, going back to, you know, the earlier days of your weightlifting and the performance and just everything you did, the commitment that it took to be able to, to take the national championship as Mr. America, as you did. I I just, I can't imagine what that was from a mindset standpoint, a physical standpoint, a, um, you know, commitment standpoint. Tell us a little bit about that in terms of what you learned and how we can begin to pass that on to our listeners today.
0: Well, like anything, with any sport for that matter, and again, listen, regardless of what you think of bodybuilding or don't think of bodybuilding or whatever it might be, it is one of the most competitive sports out there, you know, for several reasons. I mean, number one, especially today, it's a growing and growing and there's more and more people competing in different categories. It's becoming increasingly challenging as it was for me back then, but it is a sport and it is challenging to be able to do the training day after day, in and out, training twice a day, and then the nutritional component. But it's interesting, Travis, because I've learned something recently that really kind of helps me contextualize what that experience was really all about. And a lot of what I've learned recently, and again, this is, is, and I shouldn't say learn completely because it's a matter of really relearning and connecting the dots quite a bit. And one of the things that's helped me connect the dots, and I want to help you guys connect these dots as well, because this is going to impact you in terms of how you compete, because bodybuilding is just, hey, it's a microcosm. Your business is a microcosm. Your life, you're always in competition in many respects with yourself, with your own performance, with your, with your, literally with your competition out there in business and in life, and even in your relationships. So we want to help you understand this and put those dots together, just like I have recently. And part of what's done that for me is reading a fantastic book, which I'm going to recommend everyone read. In fact, when you go to epicmen.com after this podcast broadcast and get the show notes. I'm also going to include a couple of paragraphs from a particular chapter, chapter 11 from John Coates' new book. It's called The Hour Between Dog and Wolf. And it's going to help clarify what we're talking about today and give you a little bit more reference in terms of what we're talking about today. Because what we are indeed talking about today is the winner effect and how testosterone, a hormone, plays a role in that. And we wouldn't necessarily think it does. But I can tell you this, as a competitor, particularly in the world of bodybuilding, it's all about testosterone. And testosterone, in this particular case, isn't about just building muscle. It's about providing this masculine energy, this competitive nature, you might say. And, and, and what Coach writes about, he says, during moments of risk-taking, competition, and triumph of exuberance, there is one steroid in particular that makes his presence not only felt, but guides our actions, and that is testosterone. He goes on to talk about, he says, you know, in this particular studies, because there's been lots of studies around testosterone, how it impacts what we're going to describe as the winner effect, how you could take one win, channel it into another, and into another, and into another. And in fact, it is probably, Travis, the, the, the closest explanation. Because when you, when you look at um, you know the winning streak, for example, right? I mean, well, if you're if you're a sports fan, you've, you've probably either heard or have used the term winning streak. When a player is hot, just like Travis was talking about, when you can't lose, when every time you step up at bat, ma'am, you knock it out of the park, and it seems to happen again and again, one behind the other, and then behind the other again. And the testosterone impact, this winner effect of testosterone increases in our body is probably the best explanation. Because if you look at sociologists, if you look at sports scientists, most of them are psychologists. Most of them will tell you that there is no, there is no winning streak. It's impossible. It, it has nothing to do with the type of sock someone wore or their lucky hat or any number of things but the testosterone effect may indeed be the closest thing to explaining what the winter effect is all about
1: tom i love it i found this absolutely fascinating in fact you know we were talking a little bit about it in today's show about this whole animal kingdom thing you know, and, and how the animal kingdom, how you know testosterone plays such a role, and then in relationship to us, whether it's with our businesses or with our you know our families or you know our athletics, whatever it is. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would. I thought that was oh, yeah.
0: absolutely fantastic. And again, this is something that's really cool because there's studies out there, lots of studies. In fact, you can go online and, and punch in the winner effect, men and testosterone, and you will come up with some of the studies that uh, that coats quotes in his book, and he goes on to say that, okay, so let's just say, you know, if we just look at the animal kingdom, for example, let's say two dominant male animals enter into a fight over either turf or or, or mate or food, whatever it might be. Now, in anticipation of that competition, in anticipation of that battle, you might say, both competitors will experience a surge in testosterone It's part of what we do. Picture two UFC fighters entering the octagon, one at one end of the ring, one at the other. And now imagine them. They're looking at each other. They're ready to go into battle like two lions facing off for food. The testosterone level automatically goes up. It's part of what our endocrine system does as a response to preparation, right? And it's a chemical bracer that increases our blood capacity, our blood oxygen capacity. It carries more oxygen to those working muscles. And in time, enough testosterone over a period of time increases our lean muscle mass, right? We know that. Right. So so imagine these two animals going head to head and ultimately, boom, clashing. Now what's going to happen is the, the, the outcome of that clash, that battle, will determine the testosterone levels of both those combatants. The one who won the beast, the UFC fighter, whoever it might be that wins that battle is going to have upwards of a tenfold increase in their testosterone levels that will stay elevated for some It could be a few days, might be a few weeks. It could be as much as a few months that it stays elevated. Now, the loser... And I hate to use that term because we're going to reframe that a little bit. And that, In fact, that's what this is all about, reframing those perceived losses, those perceived failures. So they're not indeed failures that lower a testosterone because the loser in this particular battle, what happens is their testosterone level will drop to about one-tenth of its normal blood levels. So the outcome of that battle, the outcome of your battle on a daily basis in terms of how you perceive those outcomes as either failures or victories will determine your testosterone, your chemical levels. And those chemical testosterone levels will make a difference between your desire to either take risks, to push forward and feel confident in what you're doing next or lower that and make you feel weak and impotent when it comes to taking on new challenges man god that's absolutely fantastic
1: so it's it's a combination of both the mental game as well as the physical game because like you say when from the mental standpoint when you feel like you're winning when you see yourself winning it automatically increases through physical standpoint more testosterone in your yeah. body which of course you know fires you up and gets you lean and gets you pumped and get you focused and just all the uh, of course the benefits around it so it really is a
0: mind-body connection in a lot of respects. It, it is in many respects. And again, you mentioned the pillars of strength. And in the Epic Man Manifesto, we talk about as part of our doctrine is these pillars of strength. And certainly one of them is the battle, the other is adventure. And, and the battle, you might say, is something that we'll shy away from. We tend to... to, to shy away from it, walk away from it, take on less and less challenging battles when and if we've lost one recently in the past. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's talk about your experience, Travis, because you have an experience that is absolutely in line with this. I do too, as a matter of fact, but, but your experience with your battle, because again, when we talk about the battle, the fight, you, you had a fight against cancer, yep. and it kind of knocked you to your knees, didn't it? It did. It did. And so many different respects. I mean, it's, you know, back to this whole
1: mind body aspect was my confidence. I mean, it just, you know, physically as well as mentally, you know, obviously physically it it broke me down. You know, I was at the point where I I had a 50% chance of living beyond two years and I was going through the chemo and the surgeries and just, you know, beat up. And, you know, a lot of that respect affected me mentally as well. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the loss in confidence and, and not having a clear direction and feeling like I was, I was just powerless in a lot of respects. And, yeah, because of that, and, and it's interesting, and, and now it all begins to make sense. This whole mind-body is, um, yeah, my testosterone, my testosterone did drop. You know, yeah. significantly at that stage, because again, they were doing all the blood testing and everything else as I went through all that. And, and we were wondering why, what is really causing this? So it was the mental as well as the physical and, and going through that period of my life where I just had my ass handed to me on a platter. It's crazy.
0: No question about it. I mean, all that, including the chemo. But yeah. more so, I mean, just this, this feeling. And it's interesting because regardless of anything else you might have experienced physiologically, let's say the chemo or medications or anything else, what can, what can lower your testosterone levels and your ability to take risks and to feel confidence and to move forward and to see opportunities where others see only danger and or risk, you know, it is lowered more radically as a, as a result of our psychological component man let's face it when you're hit with cancer or you have a heart attack or you have a stroke or something for me you know when I was considering retirement from bodybuilding I went over the bars I was out mountain biking I went over the bars and just racked my body up compound fractured the, the ulnar and the radius of my arm dislocated Ugh. the shoulder a couple of broken ribs and Ugh. it took it, I mean it took me out and I lost a lot of muscle in a very short period of time and as a result, the psychology changed, man. And my body just started shutting down yep. of testosterone, just like yours did. Yep. I don't think we have to measure it. We didn't have to measure what was going on in your life at that time, in your body biologically to know that what happened is your body shut down production of testosterone. Yep. As a result, you felt even more defeated, yes? Right,
1: yeah. right. And, and another aspect is not only was it a physical from both you know, the cancer as well as yours, you know, the accident going over there. Yep, the handlebars, but for me, another major one was from the mental perspective when I got crushed from a business perspective. I, I had an old team steal from me, and without going into a whole bunch of details, again, it was a wonderful learning experience. <laughs> <laughs> A very painful learning experience, but I literally went from we were doing at that point in terms of business about sixty, sixty-five grand a month, so we were doing really well, and literally overnight, within about ten days, because of everything that went on, we went from about sixty, sixty-five grand a month to about six grand a month in less than ten days. Mm. You can imagine just the fear. I mean, because of course my overhead. I mean, I had my team, I had my staff, I just had you know the expenses, the operating expenses to continue to you know, to generate the business and to to have things like that go upside down so quickly was such a scary, you know, state change. I mean, it just slapped me to the point where, and I know we all joke about it sometimes, but I really was. I was, I was laying in a fetal position, hiding under my desk, <laughs> the best that I possibly
0: could. You know, we're going to laugh about it now, but at the same time, we've all had that experience. Right. We wanted to hide, man. And <laughs> think about this. And again, let's go back to the animal kingdom again, what you experienced. You experienced, hey, listen, you were one of those lions. You were one of those uh, wild beasts, fighting for either territory, food, or a mate, yeah. and you got beat down hard. That hard. freaking beast took you down. So yeah. what happens? What happens in the animal kingdom when that, when that occurs? The loser goes off into the brush or goes off into the bush or disappears, hides, licks its wounds, and just disappears for a while, becomes, becomes docile, you might say. And What sure. happens to the winner, man? The winner prepares because now, that winner now has, has to face additional challenges. He's now in that dominant position. He's going to have to be prepared. So the body knows that by increasing testosterone levels. But when you lose or when you perceive a loss, and again, remember whether reality is, is only the perception that we give it. So in Travis's case, and I think you know this, Travis, now because you've bounced back in such a way and you've reframed that failure, that right. that beating, you might say, in a way that was a powerful lesson that you're using today to not only build something incredible, but also to share that growth and help others do the same thing. I mean, you've licked your wounds as I did, came out of the brush and said, hey, let's shake this off, man. But it does take a little time. Yeah, but, but here's the key. And again, by the way, this, this, this is the same stuff that can happen in the financial communities as well. You know, in, in uh, the hour between dog and wolf, Coach talks about this in terms of this potent cocktail of testosterone and cockiness. Because my suspicion, Travis, because it was true for me before i racked up my arm my shoulder my ribs on that mountain bike and had to lay it take you know 6 months off right. and then some i was starting to get cocky i was i was at the peak of my career mm-hmm. i was doing a television show for 10 years on fox sports net i couldn't be beat in bodybuilding i was man i was there at the top and as a result i was starting to take uncalculated risks that could literally have cost my life in terms of the weight training, in terms of the steroid use, in terms of all of this stuff that, that athletes do, yep. you know, when they start to feel invincible. And I started to feel invincible. And this starts to happen to a lot of guys. I mean, Coach talks about this in terms of its responsibility, this upward surge in testosterone, his cockiness, this risky behavior may have played a role. In fact, he, he alludes to the fact that it did play a role in the burst of the financial bubble several years ago, that these traders get cocky on testosterone. They can't be beat. They can't make a bad trade. And therefore, they start taking risks, uncalculated risks that can ultimately cause their foil and the foil of the financial community as well. And he goes on to talk about how that literally did play a role. So, it's something to think about in our own lives in terms of how we take risks right man absolutely fascinating so question
1: i've got now is how do we pump up the testosterone right we we get that it's just so important and it's just so powerful for us as guys what are some steps or what are some things that we can do you know maybe what are some some systems that we can put in place how can we manage ourselves better to begin to create more natural uh, testosterone in our, in our systems?
0: Great question because, you know, I mean, and again, listen, one of the things we talk about in the manifesto in many of our videos is the competition that we're facing, guys. You know, as mature and seasoned veterans in the entrepreneurial and business communities, you know, hey, listen, we may have some experience working for us, but on the other side of that coin, you've got those 20 and 30-something-year-old you know, those, those young entrepreneurs that are hot and happy and they're pursuing, man. They're in their battle. They're in their adventure. They're rescuing right. their beauty. And, man, they're doing it for a higher sense of purpose. And they've got all this testosterone working for them, man. So how do we do that? How do we do that? Great question. A couple of things we can do. And, again, keep in mind, guys, that, that what elevates testosterone is the battle. Yes? Okay. So how do we replicate that? This is number one. On my list because there's some supplements, and I'll share a couple of things with you in terms of nutrition and supplements. We're going to keep it quick. We only got a couple of minutes left, but but one of the things that we need to do is we need to replicate that battle. We need to replicate that life and death experience on an acute basis, either daily or at least every other day, so our body has time to recover. And one of the best ways to do this is through strength training. I know it sounds like, well, wait a minute, that's kind of ambiguous, isn't it? You know, no. There goes my alarm, man. The podcast is almost over. I've only got a couple seconds left. So so listen, strength training, when you get in there and you challenge yourself, of course, check with your doctor. Make sure it's cool. Make sure you're overcoming your injuries. Make sure you're strengthening those injury areas. But when you get under a bar and squat, when you get under a bar and bench press, and you've got a spotter there, and you're pushing yourself to the maximum, and you're not sure. But you're going to go for that next rep or maybe the next two or three. You're not sure you're going to make it. It may land on your chest and you may have to yell out for help. But that is the life and death, adrenaline pumping, testosterone increasing episodes that we need to create in our lives. Those kind of strength training and then alternating with lighter cardiovascular like training on an every other day basis can have a huge impact on naturally increasing your testosterone levels. It's the battle, man. You've got to reproduce it, reproduce it the way you can control it as well. So there's that. And there's, of course, there's a few supplements out there. You know, everyone's got some kind of testosterone increaser. But one of the things you can do is a precursor uh, to the development of testosterone in our bodies that, that winds up decreasing in production as we age is DHEA, dihydroepiandrosterone, which is a natural precursor, like I said, a molecular precursor to the production of testosterone. Also, you want to make sure you're getting enough of essential fatty acids, especially E, excuse me, especially 3 and 9. We get enough 6, there's 3, 6, and 9. We get enough 6 essential fatty acids in most of the foods, including olive oil and different foods that we eat. But we don't usually get enough unless we're eating a lot of uh, like cold water fish, a lot of nuts, a lot of grains. We're not getting enough of those threes and those nines, And those things are also precursors. We need those in the development of the good testosterone levels, as well as our good cholesterol levels as well. Um, another one called Yohimbe. Yohimbe is a great one that can work for a lot of guys, you know, in terms of having impotence or, or having challenges with uh, their sex drive. This is one that, that uh, can have a relatively uh, powerful impact. But again, I would check with your doctor on all of these things to make sure it's safe for you to use these. If you've had any challenges with your heart, your lungs, or any kind of health issues in the past, make sure you proceed to a degree with caution. But at the same time, guys, hey, as we age, we take less and less risk. And this is one of the reasons why our testosterone levels are low. So we need to start taking some calculated risk based on our experience, based on our knowledge, and based on our wisdom, not youthful recklessness, man. So right. these are some of the things we can do. This is great stuff, Tom. How about from, again, a mental standpoint? So
1: clearly physically, you know, we can get out and start working out more aggressively and just really get into it and feel that power and feel that that passion around that, as well as supplements. How about from a mental standpoint, whether it's meditation or prayer or being creative or what can we do to continue to Clear the fog. And I know that's been a topic now over the last several podcasts because so many guys are in such a fog these days. So how do we begin to raise our testosterone from a mental perspective as well?
0: Well, that, that's certainly a great question and perhaps the best because one of the things that we were talking about and have alluded to the whole time on this podcast is the mental aspect, the mindset aspect of how do we reframe things that might otherwise be perceived as failures and therefore losses. And when we experience a loss, we have a natural, it's, it's nature, guys. Our testosterone levels drop. How much they drop? Depending on the impact of the loss. But, you know, I mean, listen, why should something change physiologically because something changed financially in our lives or if in our relationship in our lives. It's all about perception. So, one of the things we can do number one, train yourself beginning immediately to reframe some of the things that maybe in the past you perceived as a failure. Maybe you tried something, you risked something, and you lost and you got your ass handed to you. So, what? Look at the experience you gained from that. Look at the knowledge and the wisdom that you experienced from that, and that you could take that experience now into the future and move towards other risks, towards other opportunities with a much greater toolbox, you might say, in terms of making this successful. So, I would go back and I'd start, you know, one of the things, and I'll share this very, very briefly, but one of the things, my experience was early, early on, and I, I, I looked at it as a failure, and I began to identify myself as a result of this thing. I remember when I was a kid, I was in the fourth grade, and I had a tough time learning how to read. I was dyslexic, and I, had, I got hyperactivity. I mean, I couldn't slow down. I, couldn't, I know you can't imagine. <laughs> you can't imagine that was me, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know, right? But I, I remember I was, I was put in a corner. If you remember, they don't use it today because it's certainly not politically correct, but at the time, they still had kids wear a dunce cap. Uh, I remember having to sit in the corner, face the wall in front of the entire class for, I think it was two days or so, wearing a dunce cap. Uh, and, uh, and as a result, I began to develop all sorts of disempowering beliefs around sure. what I was capable of and who I was. Right. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't until years later, and here's an example of a reframe, it wasn't until years later that I began to realize, based on some of the research I did, that that dunce cap, that conal-shaped hat has been used by wizards and magicians and Mm -hmm. medicine men for countless, you know, centuries to channel wisdom, to channel energy, to tap into the spiritual knowledge and connection that we all have access to. And these conal hats allowed them to do that. And when I stopped and I revisualized that experience, I saw what the purpose of that was. I saw that I was standing in the front of the room as a leader wearing something that helped me channel wisdom, knowledge, and experience and disseminate that to others. So I spun it around. I knew now, I know now what that, really, what that experience, what that experience was all about. And so I've reframed it and yeah. changed everything, every neural pathway, every link, every chemical in my body changed as a result of that reframing. So I would encourage each one of you, like Travis has done with his getting better beat to his knees with cancer and getting beat to his knees by his former team who who took everything they could and left him for dead. He's reframed that is now back on his feet. He's given it a different meaning. So I would start by changing the meaning, changing the reference, changing the reframe or reframing what it means to you to have had that failure, that loss, and then continue to hold on, that ability to reframe things as you move forward. That it's not a failure, it's not a loss, you haven't lost the battle. All you've done is taken a step back in a much larger picture, a much larger adventure. And by the way, guys, this is stuff we talk about in the Epic Man Manifesto. Go to epicmen.com, download it, and get a better idea of how you can start reframing and living your life based on being an epic man, the epic man that you really are, man. So that's something we can do, Travis, in terms of mentally. What would you suggest? Because you've gone through this, brother. No, you, you just
1: nailed it. it. Again, it's a reframing. You know, we've heard the saying, fail forward you know, learn from all failures and just get better and get stronger and get wiser from it. And, and not seeing failure as a bad thing, but really beginning to see it as a miracle. I mean, it's like we, we talk about the importance of challenges and being challenged and the fact that it allows us to really see what we're made of as guys. Yeah. You we know, see what we're capable of and, and what we can do when we're pushed to the wall. And it's, you know, you've heard the saying, you can because you have to. sometimes we've got to be pushed against the wall, whether it's physically or mentally or financially or the different things that we go through as guys. But yeah, having that balance between both the mental aspect as well as the physical and, you know, generating more testosterone in your life. Whether it's for your physical standpoint or your your relationships or for the adventure, for, you know, every pillar of strength that we talk about in Epic Men Tribe, uh, testosterone is just the absolute key behind it. So we've got to do everything that we possibly can in our power to continue to enhance the testosterone within our systems, to create that win-win streak, and to begin to create more momentum in every area of our lives. So Tommy, thanks again, bro. Great, great
0: information. Go ahead and let's close it out. You got it, brother. Hey, once again, guys, I want to thank you for joining us here on Epic Men Radio. Travis and I appreciate it. We appreciate your desire to grow your commitment to yourself to your business to your family and to your community and we'd love to encourage you to go to epicmen.com. take a look at what we're doing over there join the tribe download the manifesto and share it don't hold this information close to the chest this is stuff that needs to be shared with your brothers with your other friends out there your uh, your comrades in the entrepreneurial world they need this information as well so please go ahead and share that until next time, I'm Tom Terwilliger. I'm Travis Greenley. And we will see you on the winner side. That's how
1: winning is done. Thanks for listening to Epic Men Radio. Now get off your ass and give us a review on iTunes. And make sure you subscribe to and share Epic Men Radio with other men in your tribe so no one will ever miss a single empowering episode. You can also find us at epicmen.com.